comedy mushroom cult podcast uh back from a week off didn't intend to do a week off but uh you know thanksgiving turned into thanksgiving and now we're back it's a uh, cyber monday so everybody put your age sex location in the comments if you hear the huffiness of the sleeping dog next to me I'm apparently bothering him, even though I told him it would be podcast time, and he didn't listen. I don't know why he just won't listen to me. It's almost like his dumb dog brain doesn't understand what a podcast is. Buddy, I have to talk to literally a dozen people on the internet, so I'm sorry that you need a nap. But it's also 8.30 in the morning. You slept all night. I saw you the whole time. I was there. You got enough sleep. Cyber Monday, uh, taking jobs away from many people, which would be great. I'm excited uh, since I work in the service industry. Um, I'm, a, I'm a hero. I'm an essential worker. Um, they say that like nurses and frontline workers are like the people that keep society together. Well, where do they go before they go to work? They go to coffee shops to get coffee from people like me. So who's the real hero? The hero or the hero to the heroes, right? Um, but no, Cyber Monday. We can tell people to go online. The, our deal was Friday, Saturday. This deal's online. Make the internet work. This is going to be a problem with this goddamn dog. <laughs> He's just so pouty. I'm not, te- I'm not petting him. Uh, but no, it's good. Um, we're going to have our own little Cyber Monday deal, uh, at some point, I'll unleash it, um, because I haven't really fleshed out how it's going to work yet, but I think that it's a good idea, uh, get some, get some more interest in this nonsense, um, I don't know, uh, Thanksgiving was fine, uh, ended up into a little brain hole, uh, I was sick a few weeks ago, if you've been keeping score, um, and just like the comeback from it, like it knocks you out of all of your, um, routines, especially if you're on antibiotics, it knocks your whole system off. Um, so I've just been like eating a bunch of bullshit, especially on Thanksgiving, uh, which I know Thanksgiving, like you're supposed to like eat a bunch and be thankful and fruitful and, and a bunch. Uh, but I don't know. You shouldn't eat everything. Like, and we even eat later than most people. We eat Thanksgiving at a normal dinner time. It's not lunch, Thanksgiving brunch. It's Thanksgiving dinner. So we eat it at like 4 or 5. But like, I don't know. It's Thursday. And it was like kind of supposed to be like rainy, but it wasn't. It was supposed to be nice, but it was like a decent day. And like we were going to go for a hike, but didn't end up getting to do that. And so it was just football and smoking weed time after 1 o'clock. And then... What happens when you smoke weed for almost 12 hours? You get the munchies, you eat everything in front of you, and uh, Thanksgiving with some leftovers turns into Thanksgiving with barely any leftovers, and you wake up with a food hangover the next day, which is how you're supposed to do it, I guess. I don't know. Indulge. But, like, it was almost one of those... I had to work... It worked on Black Friday, and uh, it was a legit food hangover, and halfway through my shift, I had to just... Notice that I had lived maybe like a decade of my life going through a hangover all the time until I got home and started drinking again. 
And I don't know how I made it. I mean, shout out to me. I must be like one of those Michael Jordan, the least you can do is show up and your effort is better than a lot of people's 100% or something. I don't know. I'm going to bastardize the quote, but whatever, it works. But other than that, um, I finally got my, my uh, I was on a hunt for a crew neck sweater uh, with a hoodie pocket for for far too long, years. Uh, I ended up finding it last Monday, bought it, haven't taken it off since I got it on Friday. I mean, I've taken it off when I've gone in public and like had things to do, like work and stuff. But at home, it's perfect. It's even got the little armhole, like the thumbhole things that emo kids would put into their sweatshirts because it's a little big for me. So it's nice and comfy. I can put my thumbs in it and not feel like I'm swimming. It's nice. Um, CBS Sports is having a Cyber Monday sale. <laughs> That's been one of my favorite things is like seeing places. Like I work at a coffee shop. What do we need a Black Friday sale for? All right. It's coffee. What are we going to do? Like You can't. It, you're not going to give coffee 50% off. And I mean, they did like a coupon thing. Which, fine, but, like, you can run that... Pro- like, why is it going to be Black Friday? Nobody's coming into a coffee shop and be like, what's your Black Friday sale? Or, I was going to go get coffee, but they weren't doing a Black Friday sale here, so I'm not going to go there. People go to Starbucks for red cups, you know? Uh, they can come to my coffee shop for, like, not red cups and decent coffee to fuel their shopping and spitting on the underclass the lower classes that have to work that day that don't have their cushy office jobs. That was the best part about working in an office uh, is getting paid to have Black Friday off. Just getting paid for nonsense holidays. Things that I complain about and did complain about for years before I got a corporate job and then I had a corporate job and was like, I don't know what everybody's bitching about about having a corporate job. We get paid for everything. Then you realize every day is... Groundhog's Day, you're living in purgatory, uh, a day lasts a year, a week lasts a minute kind of deal. Like, your life just passes in front of you because you're doing the same nonsense bullshit every day that you, that it really doesn't need to be there. Like a social media manager for an abortion clinic, you know? That job doesn't need to exist. It's kind of a specific, what do you need a social media presence for an abortion clinic for? I think I would maybe knock out that. I would kill that job. I think I would be really good at it. Uh, I would follow just the most uh, pro-life Republicans and then just a bunch of wire hanger companies. And I don't even know how many wire hanger companies there actively are right now, but I would find them. And we would go into... Could you imagine a Planned Parenthood hanger sale to raise money for abortions? You're welcome, Planned Parenthood. I just saved your funding problems for the rest of your lives. Could you? What do What do women love more than access to their body and health care? Hangers. <laughs> they got so many clothes in their closet. And what happens if uh, they take away abortions? Now we have a whole. Clo- what are they going to do? Come door to door and take away our hangers? You can take my hangers out of my cold dead hands pro-lifers protecting pre-born babies not in this house i've got a wire hanger and a settling torch i don't even know if that's the right name for the torch but you get the point um that was a weird aside but a black friday cyber monday 
hangar sale for Planned Parenthood. Not a bad idea. We're just pitching business ideas today. Like your shitty uncle at Thanksgiving. Um, but I hope your Thanksgiving was good. Hopefully you have a lot to be thankful for. Hopefully uh, you told your family about uh, socialism and its uh, merits on a day uh, that you have off from work. Um, because, you know, it's important, right? The means of production must keep staying active. Um, coffee shops would probably go under... So nah, they would need coffee, but they wouldn't need candy cane coffee or whatever the fuck is going to be coming next. Alright, we're off. We're off. We're off. We're trying to stick pretty straight here. Um, ended up in a weird mental hole last week. Uh, like I said, started to say, and then I got confused and sidetracked. Uh, but I'm kind of trying to take a different way out of it. Usually I just, like, let it work, in which I'm, like, feeling it and letting it go, which, I mean, any spiritual warrior will tell you to do. Because you gotta sit with it, you gotta let it work on you, let it see where it hits you, and then kinda see what the next step is, which we're doing that, but also, like... Um, channeling it into writing more, trying to be a little bit, uh, more free, letting the mind go a little bit. And I think that's another thing is I'm like letting my mind slip a little bit. I'm taking the reins off of it. Um, we don't have a bunch booked for December, uh, which is literally like three days away from now, which is insane. And, uh, so it's, it's time to write a new chunk of stuff. So we just got to like throw some shit against the wall. And to do that, you kind of have to let your brain go a little bit. You don't want, like, you want to have, like, the bounds on it, but, I mean, you just start writing and subconsciously to fill in and see what thoughts jingle out of there, so you have to let it go. So you got to take the good with the bad, and especially with my brain, like, if I let the good thoughts in, a lot of bad thoughts come out, too. Um, but I don't know. It, it's fine. We're, we're okay. Today feels better. The sun's out. Um, there's snow on the ground, and it's almost gone already. I don't know what the temperature's supposed to be, but... <laughs> It feels good. Like, it feels like a big weight's off. It feels like almost, you know how the holiday almost feels like a burden where you feel weird asking things of people or telling people uh, that you're doing stuff. And you, like, and I am a small business, technically. Uh, as Jay Z said, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. Um, but, like, you still feel weird just kind of like asking people for things around the holidays or asking people to spend money. You know, they got people to, to give money to. They've got their family to buy gifts for. Buy gifts for me, you know? I provide a service that you may like. Um, but I don't know. I got a couple compliments uh, over the past couple of days from people that I didn't even ask them for. And, I, and I'll be the first one to give myself compliments from time to time. Um, if you're listening to this, you probably know me and know that I can be a little verbose. Um, braggadocious, if you will. Um, for a while, that was like a fake it till you make it kind of deal, just convincing myself that I'm good. Um, but now that I know that I'm good, I, it's kind of one of those, I mean, better, not like good, good, but like good enough, better than most. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, it's not bragging if it's the truth. Uh, but like when people just come to you like unsolicited and just like slide in your DMs and let you know you're doing a good job that they see you, like it's nice. Uh, and one of those like depression addict weird brain moments of like, do people think I'm going to kill myself? Is that why they're, is that why they're giving me compliments? And it's like, no, I've been doing a good job. I've been pretty active. I've been trying to, trying to live out there, trying to 
create, puts the good stuff out, and it's coming back, which is good. And that's kind of what, I mean, that's what it's all about. You make good things, um, and then you let other people say it for you. Like, let the work speak for itself is kind of where I'm at. Um, and that's where it's like, I know I'm good. I don't, I mean, and you kind of have to promote yourself a little bit, let people know that you're pretty good right now. And because, I mean, one of the big things about coming up in comedy is people see you early. Like, you're supposed to bring people to get on stage because people will only let you on stage if you bring money to their thing. And I mean, if you're a good club with, with scruples, you don't charge the comedians. Uh, looking at you, club in the suburbs of Chicago, charging comedians a two-drink minimum uh, to perform. Uh, but you, like, have to... They want you to bring people. So, like, instead of it being, like, a... I mean, and some people do bringer shows, which, fine. Like, that makes sense. Like, bring five people, and you get five minutes. You're at a club, you know? Things aren't free. You gotta show that you can draw. But the problem is, is that, like, people will see you be terrible... And then half a decade will go by, and you're actually pretty good, and going around the country doing your little skits, and um, doing pretty well all across the country, and, and getting shots at featuring and headlining rooms and stuff like that, and, and doing pretty well at that, and people just still see you as, like, the shitty open micer, and <clears throat> you know you need to let them know, like, hey, I'm actually good now, not like when I thought I was good. Um, that was terrible. Like, I would go back and tell that guy, like... Yeah, you got some potential there, but, like, you have no idea. You, like, you don't know your head from a hole in the ground when it comes to this. So you gotta let people know. That brings me to our Cyber Monday deal. Along with your age, sex, location, uh, I want to set up... It's kind of a pyramid scheme, I guess, if you could call it a pyramid scheme. Like, I'm at the top. I want to get two people to do that to get them to do that. I mean, if you if you drew a triangle around it, I wouldn't fault you at all. But uh, I would say uh, my Black Friday deal, Cyber Monday deal, uh, is if you rate, review, and share the podcast, and then we get over 50 listens. I don't know. That's a big jump. But rate, review, share it. Subscribe to it on whichever one you do. If you're listening to this, you probably already subscribed, but I want you to rate, review it, and share it, and I'll send you a dollar for each one of those. Rate, review, and share. Send me proof, like you have my DMs. My DMs are open. Send it to my personal one because I still don't have access to the the podcast page since I got my new phone, which whatever, who gives a fuck. Send it to me like a screenshot. Uh, and if we get over 50 listens within the next couple weeks, I'll send you a dollar for each one of those. It's a free $3. I'm not asking you to... I guess it's not a pyramid scheme, because I'm not asking you to send me anything. I will send you up to $3, which isn't huge, but, like, if you drink, that's a beer. If you drink coffee, that's a cup of coffee. That's om- that's a gallon of gas right now. Last time I got gas was two I'm going to send you a gallon of gas. So if by... January 1st, one of, like, this episode on gets over 50 listens, and I'll share it. I'll be transparent about it. I wouldn't lie to you people. I wouldn't lie to you nice folks. Um, I will send $3, up to $3. So if you only do one, I'll send you one. If you 
only do two, I'll send you two. If you do three, I'll send you three. If you want to inbox every single person you know and tell them to listen to this, uh, great. I appreciate it, but you're still getting $3. We're maxing at $3. Want to get into the the algorithm more. I want to get a cease and desist letter uh, from Atlantic Records or whoever for playing all their music. I want... Uh, Spotify to threaten to take me down if I don't take the music off of this. I want like extra homework because people are listening and know enough that I'm playing copywritten music at the end of every podcast here to tie the theme together. Not for like, I'm not trying to sell their music. It's kind of, I feel like it's a free use kind of thing. I'm tail ending the podcast with it. People don't listen to the podcast for the song, but like the song kind of bookends it. I want, I want to get enough people that that gets noticed. And I think, I mean, 50 is not, like, a huge number. We used to get, like, hundreds on, like, Classy Dinner before we switched platforms. I mean, switching platforms and making big moves uh, does things to your listener base. Like, uh, people who subscribed to it when I was on Libsyn, like, the feed changed. So I lost a lot of those people a few years ago. When Joe and I went from just me doing it on Anchor to doing it with Golden Ox, we lost, like, half the people who listen just because there's, like, that, that lapse overcarry. Like, you do what you can, but it still does, like, that weird thing where it overruns it, and you have to resubscribe to it. We took a three-, four-month break when I started doing this by myself, and we haven't really recovered. So uh, instead of spending money on, like, audio equipment or online marketing, um, anything like that, I want to give the people, I want to reward the people who listen to this uh, for doing that. And um, the last few weeks have been, I think, 10 to 15 people. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at it. It keeps going up in smaller increments. But if we can get it up to, like, 50 for just one episode, pick an episode to share. All of you get together. It should be like a text thread. So any episode after this one moving forward, get it to 50. Make it this one. I mean, that would cost me a bunch of money if a bunch of people did it. But yeah, make it this one. Share this episode, and then tell your friends they can make up to $3 by rate, review, and sharing it. And if they subscribe, that'd be great. But you can just, like, always unsubscribe very easily. And I mean, you can delete things, but why would you do that? So that's the that's the Cyber Monday deal. Age, sex, location, make $3. No other business is giving you money. They'll say they're giving you money, but, like, you you have to buy something to get money. I'm going to give you money just for sharing my stupid shit everywhere. I think it's fair. I give you a product for free almost every week. Now you're going to get $3. Then maybe put that towards, like, buying a shirt or something, you know? That's about my profit from a shirt anyway. So, who knows? We'll see if it works. We'll see if anybody does it. I know Eric Lewis will do it because he's the best. Um, the rest of you, who knows? John Brown probably won't do it because uh, he's got his own stupid podcast and wouldn't have thought of a great idea like this to spread the word. He's he's more worried about filleting Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. <clears throat> and I say that with all the love. Nothing against John Brown. Because I, I hope he's listening, and I said that just so you could hear it, because he angry-faced me saying that I took a week off last week. So, there you go, John Brown. You're welcome. <coughs> Back to your regularly scheduled programming of weak beats and slow jamming, or whatever that is. Um, went to a Christmas market on Saturday. 
Um, after working from 5.30 to noon, 5.30 a.m. to noon p.m., uh, missed the beginning of the Ohio State game. Uh, then Ohio State just decided to get absolutely waxed uh, by Michigan, which good for Michigan. Uh, I'm 32 years old. Uh, I have a Brutus the Buckeye tattoo on me from when I was 18. It's my first tattoo. You're 18, you're stupid, right? You grew up in Northwest Ohio uh, in a town that was featured on an HBO documentary about Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, you grow up in the time where Ohio State's getting waxed by Michigan every year. Uh, and then they turn it around after like the 01, 02 years and then just like completely, just straight domination for almost 20 years. <laughs> And, I mean, they would, like, win one every once in a while, but, like, it wasn't even close, right? And so, like, you you kind of identify with it. And then, you know, you grow up. You get, like, you bed multiple women. Uh, you have, like, five or six jobs. You have tens of thousands of dollars of student debt uh, from a college in Ohio that's not Ohio State. And you realize that there's more important things than <clears throat> a bunch of 20-year-olds who are already making more money than you'll ever make in your life playing football. And even if they fuck up, like, you think that it doesn't ruin their lives more than yours? Like, somebody drops a ball and they lose, like, $1,000 instantly, or something like that. Or maybe we'll never become a millionaire. And you're just, like, you have to, like, listen to your shitty friend wearing another college uniform for a college they couldn't get into yell at you. And so you want to send death threats. Like, you want it to ruin your day. But, I mean, you still get annoyed. You're like, man, I really wish Ohio State... Because, I mean, I still... I'm a fan, you know? Like, as far as I know, Deshaun Watson-like players aren't on the on the, the Buckeyes trying to get jerked off by massage parlors and cornering people. Like, people want to shit on Louis C.K. for cornering people, but, like, they're, they're super hype about rooting for Deshaun Watson. Because, whatever, you know? Um... Again, we don't want to get sidetracked. But no, it was annoying, uh, but we moved on. And then took a quick nap. You know, didn't even watch the end of the game. Didn't need to. Saw where it was going. Ohio State has been, like, weak mentally all season. And finally played a team that could put the their foot on the throat and finish it off. But now uh, Ohio State's going to be out of the college football playoff. They're going to, like, destroy fucking Middle Tennessee State in, like, the Fiesta Bowl or something like that. The Planned Parenthood hanger promotional bowl. Um, they're going to beat Liberty. <clears throat> and it'll be... we got to find like the most pro-choice school to go against Liberty. Who's got to be the most pro-life school? And have them face off to see which one wins, you know? That's what we got to do. Ohio State versus Liberty... I'll put Ohio State in there as very pro-choice. Fuck it. Put them against Liberty, and whoever wins the football game, that's what our national rule is. I like those stakes. Let every single pro-life athlete go to Liberty. I'm sure it'd be a bunch of white redneck kids that really don't hold the chance against a lot of people from neighborhoods that the, pro the redneck kids are afraid to go into. I bet you they wouldn't hold up very well. Pro-life versus pro-choice. And the Planned Parenthood. Protect unborn babies bowl. 
every year, New Year's Day, we see what our national stance will be on it. There we go. Fixed it. You're welcome. Democracy by choosing where you send your stud athletes. Um, but took a nap. Woke up fine. Was a little hazy. I mean, you're going to take a nap. You're, you're awake, whatever. Then we went to a German Christmas market. You know, here's the thing about German Christmas markets. Uh, in a year when anti-Semitism's going around a lot, uh, and I have curly hair and have been told that I look Jewish uh, a lot this year, um, I wore a hat because, you know, I don't want to have that conversation. I also don't drink. So, like, like if that's all that Wisconsin, any sort of group gathering is, is, like, their Super Bowl of going and drinking. Like, Walk. Wisconsin, way too hype about their O's in the name. Like every sign, yes, we understand you have five O's in Oconomowoc, but they don't need to be two font sizes bigger on every sign that you have. That's very, if you know what I'm talking about, then you are losing your shit right now, but you don't. So we're going to keep it moving. Um, It's their Super Bowl. Like that's what they look forward to every year. Like, Women in their, like, 40s get all gussied up in their best uh, puffy vest, blow their hair out. Uh, some people will wear lederhosen because why the fuck not? It's German Christmas. And then it's polka Christmas songs. I've got nothing against polka. i got nothing against Christmas songs. Polka Christmas songs are ass. Uh, unless you're probably drunk, which would then I'm, gla- I'm guessing it would be great. And if you live, like, the most boring suburban life of all time, I'm sure it fucking rips. Good for you. I'm not shitting on you for enjoying Christmas Market. I find it quite enjoyable. It smells like candied pecans. Everywhere. And then there's, like, a thousand people with soap stores. Hey, we don't need... You make soap, alright? Do you know who else made soap? Brad Pitt, alright? I want Fight Club soap. I don't want your soap, Okay. Start a different business. There's enough soaps. Alright? Are you stealing it from liposuction situations? No? Alright, then I'm not interested. The best fat comes out of women's asses, or whatever Brad Pitt said. Okay? Um, lie. It'll burn your hand, you know? You just spit on it, you kiss it on your hand, pour some lye on it. The only thing that'll stop it is uh, vinegar. Okay? Know your movies. If you're not running an underground fight club, I don't want your soap. Okay? German Christmas market. Oh, you've got fucking metal bracelets made out of tin cans? Not interested. Okay? But that's all it is. It's just a bunch of stands and then a giant beer tent, which is nice. Like, it's warm. Um... Economwalk's beautiful. They do it right next to like this like lake that's in the middle of their town. I like it. It's a very it's a it is a hallmark town. It is a hallmark town um, where a big city lawyer will come home from. I'm guessing it would be Chicago because that's the biggest actual city. Because nobody's gonna be like, oh, she moved back from Milwaukee. How's the big city of Appleton? Of Ma- maybe Madison. People think Madison's a big city, um, even though Milwaukee, whatever. So, but moves back from Chicago meets like a volunteer firefighter who lives with his mom and then they open up a a soap store that's a that's a a condom walk that's the whole setup of the system um so you have to be a little drunk to like be in the christmas spirit there were reindeer uh there were people selling 
shish kebabs, not that, kielbasa, uh, there's not pierogies, which is kind of a bummer, uh, that's, I guess that's more Polish, if anything, um, but, and I mean the Germans and the Poles don't, you know, historically, you know, we don't want to go down that, we've already touched how the Germans did the Jews today, so I mean German Christmas market, maybe just Christmas market, you know, and then like the German, can be like hints of German, you know, um, like any holiday party that your company has, you know, it's a Christmas party, but you're not allowed to say, you know, just something like that. That's maybe what we should do this year. The anti-Semites are, are kind of ruining it. Sorry about it. Good white people. A lot of you are ruining it. So you get punished by not saying German Christmas, just Christmas, the war on German Christmas. Um, but the beer hall and I don't drink, so I'm drinking water. And I take I took a couple milligrams of edibles, just enough to like knock the edge off. So I I'm counting this as sober. We're walking through the beer hall, and somebody straight up trips me. Not even like an accidental trip. They actually trip me mid stride. Like it was a perfect, uh, you know, when you're a kid and somebody's walking and you kick their foot out from behind them right when they're in their back swing, or like right when they're about to like step forward, so their foot hits the back of their other foot and they basically chip themselves or when somebody sticks a, a stick in a bicycle spoke and so then it hits and then you just stop that's what somebody did to my feet like they put their foot right in between my strided foot and my plant foot so I tripped over it and I didn't fall all the way but I fell most of the way almost killed an old lady which was which is important that's why I stopped myself that's why I didn't completely fall I didn't want to hit her and have her bones turn to dust okay I'm I'm a lot less fat than I used to be, but still like fat enough that once I get moving, it's like a brick wall getting hit by an impenetrable train. You know, it's like a rock and a hard place running into each other, except for I'm the rock and the hard place is an old woman whose bones are made out of Ovaltine, like the powder. You didn't, she didn't even mix it into anything. I'm just hitting powder and she would disintegrate like the end of Avengers. Spoilers. She looks like, like, as soon as I hit her, she's gone, right? So I had to stop. I had to catch myself, which I think is worse. If I would have just fallen, killed the old woman, um, let gravity do its thing, I think I would have been okay. I know how to fall by now. I've fallen drunk a thousand times. But, like, it's like when drunk people get into a car accident. They're a lot more loose. They don't know what's going on. They're just flopping around. So, like, it's less of, like, a strain on them. Where, like, my entire right side of my body hurts and my neck because I, like, caught myself, you know? And I think it was just, like, the snap. Like, when people get concussions, it's not, like, just from, like, they're getting their head hit. It's, like, the whiplash and, like, their whole body moving around. So that's what happened. And, you know, I'm too old for this. And you can't even defend yourself. You can't get up and be like, hey, uh, I'm not drunk, actually. I haven't... Because everybody's like, ah, oh, he's up. Hey, huh. like, must be having a great time. Like, no, I'm not even drunk. I haven't had a beer or any alcohol in, like, three years. But then you can't wake up and... Or you can't get up and just be like, no, guys, uh, actually sober. Because nobody ever says they're sober in public unless they're hammered. Like, it's a no-win situation, so you just have to be like, I'm so sorry, and, like, disappear out of that situation. That's the only way that it can end. But it never ends, because somebody was having a bad day, and then they saw a grown man fall and almost just destroy an old lady, and then get up, say, I'm so sorry, and then disappear forever. They're going to talk about that story for the rest of their lives. 
Like, that's going to be a bonding. I might have saved a marriage because they saw that and, like, had a little snicker together. And they're like, oh, love does exist. We both like watching, like, okay-looking, uh, kind of trying to get in shape dudes falling and almost killing elderly women. Like, that's what we bonded over. That's the, th- that's the thing that sparked us together in the first place. I'm glad we saw that. They're going to tell their kids that. Like, they went home, they fucking sired or created a a sire whatever it is they procreated they copulated and procreated and they're going to tell their kids and they're going to be like hey this big dumb idiot almost avengered a fucking old lady and he didn't fall but then he just like disappeared he bounced up really quick <clears throat> so then i'm just sore and mad at a christmas market So there's, like, Christmas music, I'm mad, we're by a lake, and then it's just, you know, like, the night's kind of done at that point. Which, fine, whatever, but that doesn't help me being, like, in my own head, because now I'm a big doofus to somebody, and if, like, nobody recognizes me, but, like, imagine if I were recognizable. Like, the be a TMZ moment, which is great, but, alright, we're past the half hour, um, I have other shit I gotta get done this morning. So thank you guys for listening. Um, do the the Cyber Monday deal, you know. Follow me on all the the Instagrams and uh, go to my website. I'm gonna be updating that um, while this renders uh, with the rest of like my winter shows. I'm coming back to Cleveland in January. Uh, that's official now. Um, so tell your friends, tell your family, come see me. Um, but not all of them because I'm like actually having like a big show in May back in Cago Falls uh, where I need to bring people so I get booked there more often or ever because since I moved the funny stuff doesn't book me except for when Tyler Ross takes me with him and we tell him I can bring people it's a bringer show but I'm almost 10 years into comedy almost 8 but I round it up whatever you get the point Um, but yeah Cyber Monday do the pyramid scheme up to $3 rate review and share it send me pictures if we get over 50 listens on this episode would be cool because then more people would hear about it but any episode after this one uh from now until january 1st so you've got a month like we got a month uh to bump this up that's a new listen every day from now until the end of the year and if you need to listen to this podcast uh 50 separate times to get those numbers up i don't care bump the numbers up fake it just we just you know the metrics i want i've found a small business that i could possibly get some sort of sponsorship from because they think i'm talented uh i just want to give them numbers to be like hey this is how many people listen give me like 20 dollars just so i can market it or something you know so let's try to make this happen let's make this uh the best known least known podcast that we can I will give you $3, up to $3, if you do this for me. Um, at who is Ray Roberts. I keep sending, I keep putting up clips. Uh, sharing those would be great. Um, I'm a small business. I miss small business Saturday. And I don't want, could you give me money? Could you buy stuff from me? That'd be great. Whoisrayroberts.com. You can find everything to buy from me there. That would be wonderful. I appreciate money. I would appreciate it a lot. But I'm not asking you to do that. Um, all I'm asking for you is to do the bare minimum of sharing this, and I will pay you to do that. I think that's fair. 
I don't see any other small businesses doing that. Um, it's probably stupid to spend money, but like I think it's better to reward. I want a deeper listener pool than a wider listener pool. I want you to feel like you're part of this. You guys can, you're officially part of the podcast. Um, so I don't know. I think I got rid of the podcast shirt on the thing. I pared that way down. So it doesn't matter. Who is Roberts.com? Follow me on all the things, share the thing, rewind it for the, all the details again, if you want them. Um, stop the video so we don't get killed on that. Um, but Cyber Monday, all right? We're going to do a song based around technology. Um, it's a banger. I don't know why more people don't know this song, uh, but it's AO Technology by 50 Cent. Everybody have a blessed day. She won't sit, she won't sit, she won't sit so